Great day today, man. Great weather outside. Everything's cool. Beautiful day. Beautiful day. Beautiful day to talk about sports, man. Beautiful day to talk about beauty. Today is. Let's just get set it off, man. Today's an historic day. Great historic day. 100th anniversary for the Cubs. Yeah, Chicago like, Cubs. Yeah, it's like what the 100th anniversary for their home field. Yeah, uh, for Wrigley Field. Wrigley Field. So. Yeah. Maybe this is their year. <laughs> we'll see. Have you seen the Cubs roster? <laughs> um, uh, it's not a whole lot to celebrate, except for that it's the hundredth birthday for Wrigley Field. I mean, I'm gonna tell you, man, Wrigley Field is a great. If you ever, if you haven't been, I mean, we have the luxury of being kind of, kind of, sort of close to Chicago, four or five hours away, and you know. The friendly confines. They call it the, is that what they call it? The friendly confines. I believe so. Yeah, the friendly confines of Wrigley Field. It's a beautiful place, man. It's still they still do the um the scoreboard like by hand. They don't do it you know electronic anymore. Even though I guess they're gonna probably have to make some changes to keep up with the times. But it's a real it's a real authentic feel feel when you go to Wrigley Field. It's, it's cool, man. Wrigleyville's cool. It's just the place is popping when it's a home game. A home Chicago game. It's a great place. Great so, place to watch. So I'm game. pretty. You know, this is a long season. It's over what 100 and what 22 games. 100, or, 100 or something like games. I don't know. Yeah, too too darn many. Too many. But I'm predicting that the Cubs turn it around this year. 162. There we go. 162. 162. Our fact yeah. checker right there. Believe that. So this year the Cubs. Games, man. They're gonna turn it around, man. This may be their year, man. Hundredth anniversary. I don't even know what the field. Is. What's the record? I don't know. Is. But it's early enough for them to turn around if it's bad. Well, yeah, it's early for me. Yeah. I mean, you know, make a couple trades here. Get Andre Dawson back. Get um, <laughs> get Andre Dawson. Get Ryan Sandberg back. Uh, who else? Sammy Sosa. Ernie Banks. Ernie is still Banks. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Cub, he's still got a couple games left. <laughs> but um Oh, speaking of historic, um, Pujols, five hundred home runs. He's in the five hundred home run club. Yeah, I mean he he's he's uh, never been uh, accused or or uh, you know tested positive for any illegal substances. So I guess uh, I guess his is a legit legit five hundred, right? Well, I, you know, who knows who knows who's legit anymore? I guess now you kind of Ryan Bryan still hitting him without it. Well, is he? I don't know. <laughs> is he without it? I mean, you know, I mean, because it's kind of like if you were without it, if you're without it now, and you're doing great, why would you even? What was what would you take a chance on hurting your legacy by using them? I mean, what what did it what did it help? What did it enhance? I don't know. But um, they were having a debate on whether or not you know certain guys were getting to the Hall of Fame on the first time. I think Gary Sheffield is eligible next year. And Atlanta Braves, right? 
Huh? Atlanta Braves. Yeah. Well, he was with uh, was he with the Braves? I know he's with the Dodgers for a minute. He's with the Marlins. Yankees. He won a World Series with the Marlins. Yankees. Did he play at the Braves? He had a stint at the Braves too, didn't he? Right. Yeah. yeah he go to the Braves. Did. Yeah. Yeah. He was he bounced around a bit. That's uh, Dwight Gooden's nephew. I didn't know that. Yeah, Dwight Gooden is uh, Gary Sheffield's uncle. But um, you know, enough about baseball, man. But you got to talk about baseball because that's in season. Baseball is in season. Um, we got the NFL draft coming up. I can't wait, man. I'm getting tired of all the speculation and what quarterbacks going first. Well, you know who's going in the second round. Let's just get it over with and done with. Who's going to be the number one pick? I mean, eight o'clock. The uh, NFL schedule comes out, so your Giants will see who they'll be. You know who they're going to lose to this year. <laughs> Come on, and, man. Um, Giants are always competitive, even yeah. when they're not competitive. They're competitive. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I mean, they always have a shot. And, um, you know, the schedule comes out, and we'll see who gets who gets to play who, who's – I think, like, a, a big – of course, a big – the big the big thing is always the last year's Super Bowl. Uh, when, the like matchup, yeah. Match That's up. usually the first game of the season. Yeah, so yeah. I think uh, – who was in the Super Bowl? Seattle, Seattle and uh, – we, we never – we never – yeah, Denver, Denver, right? yeah, yeah. You never remember who the, comes the in who second. Lost. Yeah. It's crazy. It's so funny. Yeah, you never remember. Except like, UK lost in the championship this past year. I remember that. Well, yeah, that's because we we like UK, but I say UK. I never say UK. UK, but uh, hey man, big big news and big blue nation. We got a lot of people coming back next year, man. Remember what I said last week? I What'd said the fans out there better pray that Cal left Kentucky and he didn't. So oh, this means they won't beat Kentucky for a very long time for years to come. It's gonna be tough, man. I mean, you know, because look, everybody's complaining about the depth. And people, people not coming back. We got three or two juniors, two two juniors in uh, Kali Stein and Poitras, who's a great student, by the way. And um, who Johnson's a sophomore. Is Lee committed to coming back? Well, I, you know what? I don't see where do they have? Will they have room for Johnson? I mean, that's a lot oh, of they got to have room for Johnson, man. He he made great strides last year. Yeah, he's, he's you know. I mean, that's the only thing. Who's going to start? I mean, really, you. Glenn's coming to start. Johnson might be more of an offensive, uh, uh, offensive-minded player than uh, Kali Stein, man. So I don't know. I mean, everybody's going to, you know, hopefully everybody's going to work hard over the summer and improve. And the Twins come back. It's 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 on, baby. It's on. The only thing we, we need a shooter though, a consistent shooter, maybe like a a slasher. Do we have that? Is that that kid that uh who's coming in like the. You got like the top kid, man. I don't know. Some kid out of Seattle or something, but whatever. Um, maybe Todd knows. Who knows? I don't know. But speaking of Seattle, Terrell Pryor is going to – well, he's already in Seattle. He's like the fourth quarterback on the No, roster. no, no, no. Third he's quarterback? the fourth, and they all are black quarterbacks. All black quarterbacks in Seattle. I mean, so in reality, got, they're only – Who's only... the fourth, though? Because you got Jack Tavares Jackson, Russell Wilson, Terrell Pryor. Who's the fourth? I don't have to look it up. But they're, they're already talking about but, but, putting him in a slash position. You know, that's the one thing. Yeah, that's, that's what they're saying. Yeah, I, I, he's a quarterback. Yeah, you remember Willie Beeman on? Uh, the, yeah. He said they put me a quarterback. Man, made me blow out my shoulder. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. Quit, quit, quit moving these kids. Quit, quit moving these kids around unnatural positions. Let them play their position. If he, if he doesn't uh, make the cut, like Tim Tebow, cut him. Yeah. But they're in reality, much. they're only gonna, they're only going to pro- pro- probably keep two quarterbacks when the season starts. Anyway, very few teams go go in the season with three uh, quarterbacks or a third yeah. string. So I guess you know, is he going to make a roster? Because 
Who did the, the Raiders picked up who? Uh, well, they got Schwab from uh, the Texans. Schwab, yeah. Matt Schwab. What's so they're not Schwab, 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 Cotton Schwab. But they're not going to, uh, you know, I, I doubt that they may draft a quarterback late uh, in the in the uh, in the draft, you know, as a backup or somebody they may, you know, they can get lucky. Maybe they got they've but, got plenty of quarterbacks so to choose from. So, but and speaking of the draft, drafts coming up. We already established that we got uh, some question marks about. Some players, well, one player in particular. It seems as though when you when you in the NFL draft, the longer you wait, the only thing if you're a high, if you're touted as go, if you're going to be touted as a high pick, the only thing you can do is go down. It's a guarantee that you're going to get you know scrutinized, analyzed so much that you're going to go your draft stock is going to plummet. So, but leave it to leave it to ex players to scrutinize and analyze these guys to death. So the latest victim, Teddy Bridgewater was a victim. The latest victim is, uh, well, he's been a perennial victim this whole draft season, is uh, Jadavion Clowney out of South Carolina, right? So you got, who's this guy? Merrill Hodge used to be a fullback for Pittsburgh Steelers. He's saying he's Bum. atrocious. He says that Clowney is atrocious. He said he's a great athlete. He's a freak. But as a football player, his technique is horrible. His pad level's too high. How many Super Bowls did Merle Hodge <laughs> I think zero. I think I'm pretty sure zero. Then, but you say Super Bowl winner. Warren Sapp is a Super Bowl winner. He played D-line. He says Clowney's lazy, man. He said that why did, not, why did he not work out? Um, why did he cancel all his workouts? I'll say, I'll say one reason is because you, a lot of people got scared when that one kid, um, that lineman broke his, not broke, Brandon Thomas from Clemson, offensive lineman, he uh, he tore his ACL during a team workout. And I guess Clowney was like, hey, man, we're shutting it down. You've seen all you're going to see. You see you see the tape. You see how I do. You know, pick me based off – Based off of that, I'm not going to risk any injuries. Well, I don't blame him. Well, the number one pick, and I've said this before, and I'm going to echo and uh, mimic myself again. If the Texans are smart and they really want to win, that number one pick should be the best quarterback in the draft, and that is Blake Bortles. Win-win. Like, like now? They should draft him number one. He has all the intangibles to be a, good, a great quarterback in the NFL, and the Texans have the team to make him good and also the offensive line to protect him. It's a win-win situation for them. I'll disagree with. They you. had a team last year. They don't have a quarterback. Well, that's who's their quarterback about team? It. Who's their quarterback last? Was Shop a Shop, quarterback last? Shop, then, then they had the backup. Carr wasn't yeah. it? No, not Carr. No, they, they didn't let Carr. No, they have a, a they have a young quarterback yeah, who uh, Colts oh, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. But kid, he's not a starter. You know, he's yeah. had his chance. Yeah, the kid from North Carolina, T.J. Yates. Yeah, T.J. Yates. Yeah, he's not. You think T.J. Yates is going to get it done? T.J. Hooker. Great, great, Blake is a huge <laughs> guy. Come he's back a either. typical pro, pro, a prototype of an NFL quarterback. He's a big kid, man. Carl, here's here's the issue. Uh-huh. You got Clowney. It's, he's yeah. just, he's, he's head and shoulders there. above everybody. You take him, and then there's going to be enough quarterbacks in the draft. Is you got Bridgewater? They say he's dropping. They can actually trade up and get get to Bridgewater. You know, trade the second round first pick. And get him in late rounds or take him first and second Nobody round. Nobody wants Teddy Bridgewater. He's going to be a terrible quarterback in the NFL. 
You know what? I don't Unless know. he goes to a team that can protect, uh, that has an offensive line to protect him in a, in a good running so game. So who's going to go? The guy from South Florida? Yeah, first, I think he's the best Manziel. quarterback. Broyles? Broyles? Then uh, Manziel will be the okay. second quarterback. Uh, do you think somebody's going to gamble on him? Yeah. Okay, I, I, I don't think so. I think they'll they'll stick around. They may take him the first pick of the second round because he's a he's a Texas boy. No, nah, he should. And they'll take him. You know, put it, but he won't. He won't last bigger. to the second round. He showed out in his pro yeah. days. A lot of it's business. Yeah, I think that um, you know, the more the talk, they, and like you said, they keep the more you talk about these guys, the more the more holes you can poke in them. So I mean, yeah, that's that's, that's just yeah. a natural <laughs> thing. Um, Manziel. It's not, you know. I heard they was talking about they were talking about a defensive minded versus offensive minded coach because he's so unpredictable. He doesn't necessarily stick to the script, you know. I mean, what? I I don't know. He he's uh, he likes to improvise a whole lot when probably you don't have to improvise, you know. And speaking of technique, his technique is not that great. Are you saying it's Tim Tebow ish? I think he's better. He throws a better ball than Tim Tebow. I mean, Tim, his game wasn't to bowl you over. Tim Tebow was like a fullback that could throw the ball pretty much. I mean, we saw how that – I'll put him almost on the level of A.J. McCarron. Who, uh, is is that fair John, enough? Johnny Manziel? Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's interesting you said that, Todd, because, you know, you just looking at last year's Super Bowl, Russell Wilson, I won't say he's – I won't go as far to say he's a game manager, but, you know, he didn't have to – Everything was rolling right for him anyway that in that Super Bowl. But the whole postseason, he made he made if you don't make mistakes at quarterback, which is real, real, real tough to do, but that's what Teddy Bridgewater does. He doesn't make mistakes. If you don't make mistakes, you manage the team, uh, you you have respect, your leaders, you know, everybody says he's got leadership skills. I, you can win the Super Bowl. Russell Wilson said that. I mean, yep. he he showed that last year. And he wasn't just a game. He's a great – I think he's a good quarterback. Not a great quarterback, but, you know, he had a lot of tools around him But um, and a great defense to back him up. But uh, you don't have to be fantastic. You know, what fantastic quarterback has won a Super Bowl the last couple of years? Eli Manning. He's not. He's come not. On, come on. He's one of the top quarterbacks fantastic in the NFL. You guys serious? Fantastic. Yes, Eli Manning. Come on, man. Carlo Killam, please report your drug <laughs> test, please. Carlo Killam. Are, are you saying that Eli Manning's not a top – are you saying he's not a top five quarterback in the NFL? No, he's not. Oh, my he's God. He, who else has two, multiple not. Super Bowls besides him? It does, on, it's not about the Yes, it is. What is it about? great quarterback. Terry Bradshaw had multiple Super Bowls. Is he top five all-time quarterback? He's top ten? Junior says top five. I said Terry Bradshaw's a top 10 all right, time. Right, but you said top five now. He's no, I said that five. Eli Manning's a top five now. Terry no, Bradshaw's he's top he's 10 all time. Wow. It's two different lists we're talking about. He's not top Wow. Five. I mean, who's the other four? If, 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 uh, I mean, you got to throw Eli's in Brady. Four. You got to, and I think he's declining. You got to throw in Eli. I mean, who else can you go? Aaron Rodgers? What about Eli Peyton? Manning? What about Peyton? I said Peyton. Okay, I thought you said Eli. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. Not any specific order. Brady, Eli, Peyton, Rodgers, and who's the fifth? You can't even think of. I don't know. Because you got to search hard for it. Who's the kid from Chicago? He's good. Come on, Jay Cutler? He's good. Come on, man. Get, He's good. What get about the hell out of here, man. What about, what Tony about, Romo, right? what about up the street? And you saying that Eli's not a top five quarterback. You can't, even name, you can't even name anybody else. Indianapolis. He hasn't won anything. The kid from Indianapolis is better than yeah. nah, he's top. He's top ten. Nah, he's, he's not a top he, five. If Eli's when top you talk five. about top five, you got to throw in credentials. 
No. Yes, you do. No, you don't. No, Get you credentials. Don't. If, you, mean, if, if anybody case, wants to beg the difference, call in on the Oxmoor uh, Ford Licking Buzz Line, 502 384 Yeah, you know, I mean, just because you won a bunch of Super Bowls, it doesn't make you. It doesn't make you a top. If you're in the top five, position. you have to have some have what have some stats? hardware in what the NFL. Stats? What are the stats? I mean, he he, does, he doesn't have the stats to be top. Five. I mean, Brett Favre threw a lot of interceptions. You gonna say he wasn't a top five? He only won one Super Bowl when he was playing. Was he a top five? Uh, considered a top five quarterback? He's better than Eli. Come on, man. He is, man. You just hate because we're in the same division as the Cowboys. Nah, the Lotus Gunworks text think... line. Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> Romo's better than Eli. Come on. He is. Get man. the hell out of here, man. He is. He's wrong. He's better than <laughs> RG3 is better than Eli. He is. He is. You need to have your lawyer's license revoked. Your uh, <laughs> revoked for saying man. that. RG3 hasn't did anything. He stunk it up last year. He he's better than Eli. Come on. Randy, are you serious? What he's did a, he's Eli a more do? Spectacular yesterday. quarterback than Eli. What did Eli do yesterday? Last year. Well, he led oh, the league in interceptions. Year? Well, yeah, the, yeah he's top five then yeah. in the interceptions. Yeah, he's top five. Yeah, he's so top did Brett Favre. He, he did it every year. Brett Favre didn't play last year. <laughs> I'm, just yeah, saying, I'm right. saying before exactly. that, but I'm saying with Brett, exactly. Brett Favre, led, he led the league exactly. in interceptions almost every year. year. He was dead I'm not talking about last year. I'm saying he, he led the league in interceptions almost every year when he played. I don't know about that. Yeah, he did. No. Look it up. Look it up. I don't, I don't know about right. that. He has the most interceptions ever in the history of the NFL. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, Eli's close second. He's one away from – that's that Dallas Cowboy talking, man. Well, I mean, I've seen the, I see him play. I'm watching the NFC East. He's not spectacular at all. All right. He's he's, he's not spectacular. I'm taking this personal, huh? Stop taking this personal. Yeah, let's look at stats right now. I'm looking. We're gonna go to a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Brandon Lawrence, Carlo Kellum, out of bounds. Talk about it. You don't live it, you talk about it. Uh, talk about it. You don't live it, you talk about it. Niggas talking it, but they ain't living it. I don't like the N-word. Read it and weep on him. His jewelry look cheap on him. Them goons gonna sleep on him. Late night, they gonna creep on him. Man, talk about it. Talk about it. Them guns. Talk about it. Counting blood money in the telly, I'm hanging up, talking drug money on the celly. Nice whip, bigger houses. Bitch ain't blind, she see a nigga outfit. Gangsta monster, I'm in the I can't do that one, I'm sorry. Hey, welcome back to Out of Bounds. Brandon Lawrence, Carlo Kellum. If you want to call in and chime in, call into the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line, 502-384-1450. Once again, that's 502-384-1450. Or you can text the Lotus Gun Works text line at 502-414-1450. We have a little argument before the commercial break. Uh, my beloved New York Giants, uh, Eli Manning, was being uh, pretty much ridiculed and and talked about by my co-host Brandon Lawrence here. The but. truth, man. It's the truth. The ridicule is not the truth. We got it. We got a text from the Lotus Gunworks line. 
text line and they said Drew Brees. I forgot about. Yeah, Drew I forgot Brees. about Drew. Yeah, that's the fifth one right there. That's the top five. No, Joe, top five active Joe quarterbacks Flacco. in a, He only got one Super Bowl ring. Hardware comes into play. He's only what had one good year. About one Super Bowl. And, and he There's got lucky that year. Okay, so Donovan McNabb's not good. He don't have any. Come Super on, Bowl. I mean, he's, not he, good? he's a Hall of Famer. Warren Moon's not good. He's not top five. He's nah, a friend. Are you talking about all sucks, time dude. top five? No, you just, no, you just said when they hardware. were playing. You said hardware. So we talk about top five all time. A top five of who's playing now. A top five who's playing in their era. You said hardware. How Desmond Howard was the MV, was listen, the Super Bowl MVP. If you're gonna be a top, top five, if you gonna, if you're gonna be a top five oh, quarterback man, of all time, listen. If you're a top five quarterback of all time, hardware is in the is in the equation. Marino, Dan to Marino? enter the top, he's not top five. Come on, man. Dan top ten. Marino's you not. Stop. Nah. You stop. Wow. nah, in the conversation. Nah, man. in the conversation. You can't argue. He with has him, no hardware. You ain't gonna be arguing nah, with him. You can't argue. Nah, he has no hardware. You gotta argue with facts, man. In the hockey playing this night or something. NHL hockey playoffs tonight or something. Let's talk about something we can talk about. Well, this is interesting. Let me ask you this, though. Sammy Sosa was not invited today to the 100th uh, anniversary of Wrigley Field. I think that's a travesty, man. Well, they said he's got to have, like, a come-to-Jesus meeting because of the— The cork in the bat? The cork in the bat. (laughs) The steroids. The cork in the bat. (laughs) Matter of fact, like, check— Speaking of, we're in the NBA playoffs, yeah. right? Everybody's all hype about Phil Jackson, the new the new uh, president. Yep. What is he? The president of New York Knicks, or whatever. We've already got some discord, man. Already, uh, Phil Jackson wants to make some moves in the per, in the in the front office. Namely, he wants to get beloved uh, Allen uh, Allen Houston up out of there because you know he's. He had Look, to, he, honestly, Allen Houston hadn't had any. He's a nice guy, but he hadn't made any. He's traction a good guy, as great far guy. As executive front office stuff. He's a frat. You know, he's he's one of my frat frat brothers, man. But you know, he, when he it, needs to come you, down here and run his dad's business. Yeah, when you he come back home, <laughs> when you bring in a guy like <laughs> Phil Jackson, he should be able to get rid of whoever he wants to get rid of it's and bring in his guys. It's not going to happen. I bet you Allen Houston will be gone. Dolan. James Dolan said it's not happening because one theory is James. They, they, uh, Unless they give him the, something that's non basketball related. One to do. theory is a couple guys in the front office have uh, are like spies for James Dolan, so you know he doesn't know what's going on unless he's got some people that that are placed in positions to come back and tell him what's happening. So I don't know. I'm pretty sure when Phil took this deal that he made it clear that he gets full control over basketball operations and who to pick and everything. It's money, man. He wants to be like Pat. He wants to be like he wants to be like Pat Riley. If uh, he wouldn't have took the job if he didn't if he didn't. Well, apparently he doesn't have it because he say he doesn't he doesn't have it. Is is it the is that the news saying it or is that I haven't heard Dolan come out and say it. What? Where's it going? Dolan doesn't even talk to the press. (laughs) So he wouldn't he wouldn't come out and say it. Phil would say something about it. Phil Phil doesn't he doesn't hesitate to speak his mind to the press. Phil wants to keep his job. He'll keep his mouth shut. I mean we got we got our insider. That's the music. That's the that's the cue for our insider, uh Detective Keith Fraser, who's on the beat. He's coming in with some news, national stuff. What's up, Detective? What's happening? What's going on, Detective? Yo. What you got for us? What's going on, guys? What's, What's up, going man? on, What's guys? Up? How y'all doing today? What's up, brother? What's, What's happening? What's going man? on? What's going on, Brennan? Ain't nothing, man. We just finished How talking about. Doing, uh, hey, doing good, brother. How you doing? We just finished what's talking the, about. What's the, uh, what's the scoop? Yeah, what's the scoop? We were talking about the NBA. Um, you know, talking about Phil Jackson. Does he really have total control 
uh, over over a total yeah total autonomy in as far as decision making with the Knicks is where it is that he doesn't. I don't know. Well, you know, it seems like it seems like that that question was answered last week when he got rid of everybody at the end of the <laughs> end of the season, and I, I think I think Phil Jackson really won't the type of control that Pat Riley has down in Miami, where he can bring in his players, his everybody that he want to bring in to do the thing the way he wants to do it. So I think he do have that total control. You think so? Yeah, okay. yeah, I really do. I think he's. I think they have given him that permission to have that that control, and I wouldn't even rule out him maybe putting himself back in the coaching ranks. Maybe coaching him. You never know. Ah, you man, know? That's, so, a, that's a lot of stress hey, on him. Yeah, a lot of stress, but I do think he 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 does have that type of control where he can make all the make all the calls, and I, you know, similar to what Pat Riley do in Miami. We'll see, man. I hope, man. I hope he turns him around because you know it's like it's kind of boring without the Knicks being um, in the mix as far as the postseason. You kinda yeah, you know, the expect Knicks, them to be there. The Knicks, the Knicks. They, just two years ago, the Knicks was in the, didn't they win like fifty some games? Yeah, I mean, two years, two coach, years ago on the coach uh, Woodson, Mike yeah, Woodson. Yeah, yeah. That's the first year they got um, J.R. Smith back from. Overseas and they they did they did well um you know they 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 dealt with a lot of injuries too with Amari Stoudemire yeah um Tyson Chandler um they just had some bad luck you know it's hard to win in the NBA when you're not 100 percent so you know a lot of people want to blame you know everything on Carmelo but I don't even think it's all his fault I just think that, you know if he can improve himself on the defensive end and he can get the right nucleus of players around him that. The Knicks can get back in the playoffs either next year because it's just like this year that the Eastern Conference is not that not that powerful like the Western Conference is. You know, you can take an A seed in the Western Conference like Memphis Grizzlies, Memphis Grizzlies, and they probably can beat the fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth seed in the East. You know, oh, no doubt. or probably number one, probably number three or four seed. They, you know, so I think the Knicks will bounce back next year. I'm interested to see see what he's going to do and how he's. Uh, going to put his touch on the team because, you know, Phil has been successful everywhere he's been. You know, and, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of people give him a lot of slack because he's already had, he's always had the best players and players like Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. But you look at it like this here, it takes a special guy to be a leader of men and that can get through to them to get them to jail together and win because, you know, before Phil Jackson came to Chicago, Doug Collins and Michael Jordan wasn't winning, no. you know. No. He left there. He came. To, he came to L.A. and he was able to do the same thing with Kobe and Shaq. And I felt like that was, you know, that was more impressive. So I think Phil Jackson. I think he he's the man for the job, and I really think he's going to get the mix turned around. Yeah, it usually takes him about two or three years. Two Jackson, two or three years. So yes. usually expect they won't be they won't be down for long. Um, but check yes. it. What's going? Well, we we know you got some scoop. We know you got some tea, some dish on the college football world. What's going on down there in uh, Clemson, South Carolina, man? With this, with this Bible, well, with, man, this, with th- this Bible thumping coach, Debo Sweeney. Well, you know the FF. I think it's the FFRF, the Freedom Religion <laughs> Foundation. Yeah. Um, they they filed some kind of complaint about Debo Sweeney having players do things based on his faith 
that I can tell you that I, I really don't think that's true, and I know that's not true. I've had the honor and the pleasure of meeting Coach Sweeney on several occasions, and I can tell you this here. My family and I have the utmost respect for him, and he he does he believes in doing things the right way. Um, how this came out, I don't know, but um, I can tell you this here also. It's only three things that Dabo Sweeney requires those players to do down there. And number one is he requires that those players go to class daily, which he should. Right. He requires that they give a good effort on every everything that they do, whether they go into class or on and off the field, and they must be good citizens. And that's who Dabo is. Dabo Sweeney is a good guy. He, you know, He's not going to push his religion off on nobody. He's not going to turn a player away based on his religion, whether he believes in his faith or whether he don't have faith in in religion. Um, Dabo Sweeney is, is, a, is a very good guy, and I think it goes to show how Clemson football program has turned around, you know. And you all have witnessed it over the last two, three years. Clemson has played in a couple BCS games. Last year they won their first BCS game. He's trying to create an environment, a winning environment around there. And, you know, a lot of times the – uh, something that's not true will go farther than the truth every day. So um, I think uh, I think that they're going to push that behind them and they, they'll realize that, you know, he, he's doing things the right way down there. He's not turning no players away due to their faith and this and that. I just think it's something that's blown out of proportion because I tell you this here, you won't meet a better guy than that between He just He's just a good citizen. He's straight. He's straightforward, and um, I don't think he will put – Turn no player away due to his faith, and that's just my input on it. Hey, detective, uh, detective first, let me get this right. So it's not anybody, it's not one of the players' parents that's complaining. It's some outside organization complaining, right? Yes, it's it's you know the outside organization called the Freedom for Religion Foundation. They filed a complaint. How they filed? Why they filed it? I don't. It's ridiculous. Don't know. If it's not and a parent, because I think. I'm sorry, I was going to say, if it's not a parent, you know, I don't think it should be a big issue. I don't think they should even have the right to file a complaint on something like that. If it's not a parent exactly. complaining think, about it. And I think, I think Carlo, where it all stands from, I think it was a big something about them having a team chaplain, former player, NFL player, James Trapp, um, you know, have Bible study and things. But it's not something that nobody required to go to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not only there for... Clemson players. It's there for any any anybody on campus. You know what I'm saying? It's not there just for the football players. It's not nothing that they make it mandatory. They don't get in trouble if they don't go. You know, it's just something it's like any other campus who may have a chaplain or something where somebody can go to and talk to. But I guess because he's a former football player and you know, played with Clemson and Dabo Sweeney is the coach of Clemson. They tried to tie those two in together where he's making players do this and players do that, and that's absolutely not true. It's just that, you know, if a player wants that, they can do that, but they're not going to be disciplined for it if they don't go, and they're not going to be, you know, they're not going to be not put in the game or something because they don't go to Bible study or something like that. It's just, to me, I just think it's something that's blown out of proportion because um, I, you know, like I say, I've had a chance to meet this guy. He's just straight straightforward. He's a he's a great citizen and I tell you what, if my child had had a chance to go to school somewhere and Dad Little Sweeney came to my home, I tell you what, he will be 
<laughs> he will be um, number one on the list because I know I know what you're gonna get in him. He's straight. He's gonna make sure that your kid graduate. He's gonna make sure that they give good effort every day. He's gonna make sure that they go to class. And he's gonna make sure that they upstand the name of Clemson University and upstand the name of their family. And that's what it's about, you know. So that's that's my intake on that. And I, I really believe that this is something that'll probably get you know, thrown under the water after a while. And one thing about Dabo, he won't run from it. He'll, he'll face it with integrity and honesty. And that's just a Dabo swing that I know. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's cool. But you got you to, gotta, and, 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 you know, yeah, you got to give credit where credit is due. I mean, like, he's got a pretty solid team down there. You really don't hear a lot about those guys getting out of line down at Clemson. So, so hey. Exactly. And, and one thing about Coach Swing, let me, let me explain something about Coach Swing. He, he's fair. You know, he's fair. He don't care if you're the best player on the team. And I can, and y'all probably can recall this situation, not last year, but the year before, I think, Sammy Watkins had got into a little little trouble or something. He didn't he didn't hold no judge, no no favorites because he was Sammy Watkins. Guess what? He suspended him for the first two games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's fair. So if you break the rules, that's anywhere you go. If you break rules, there's consequences you have to pay. So I can take this here. He, he's a, he's a fair guy. He has done a great job with the Clemson program. So. So peace and blessings to Dabo. Dabo is it Dabo? Dabo. 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 <laughs> Dabo Swinney. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, you got anything so what else? For? Man, What's up? You know, I, I tell you, Carlo. I, I tell you what, Carlo. I heard through the grapevine that um, the New York Giants going to be playing on Monday night to open the season, September eighth. Now. City supposed to be playing Detroit. What you think about that? That, should, that should be a good game. I mean, we got a new head coach, uh, Cotwell. Yeah, Cotwell's taking over the helms yeah. at Detroit now. Uh, the question is, can Cotwell bring some discipline to this dysfunctional uh, team of the, the, the called the uh, Detroit Lions? Well, he's got a top five quarterback in Matthew Stafford. Nah, come so. on, get out of here, man. <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you think he's a top five quarterback. Yeah, I think, I think five. you know. I, I mean, think he's eight. He's eight in the top five. <laughs> he, well, yeah, he is playing in the top, he is he is in the top, top five. five. But that's, gonna, that's a good way to open the season, though. Top five, but Great way to open the season. He's not, he's not in the top five. Well, no you know. Where he's in the top five. Uh, yeah, you got Brady, Breeze. <laughs> uh, who else is in there? Joe Flacco, Russell Wilson, <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. You yeah. know. They just announced that the Packers. Eli's like a top 12. Okay. And the Packers will be playing the Seahawks in the very first game of the year. Oh, at Seattle! Wow, that's, wow, that's big. That's, that's that, real that'll big. That'll be a good one. You remember they had a that was a big controversy if y'all can recall back here yep. on the Hail Mary pass the Golden Tate when the referee when they had the when they had the umpires the 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 replacement replacement refs. Yes, yeah. you remember that? Yeah, absolutely. Make that bad call. Yeah, make that bad call, and so that's hey, that, that should be pretty interesting because that could very well be an NFC championship matchup depending on how um Green Bay bounce back. You never know. You never so, know, oh, man. you know, but you can't count out the you, you can't count out the Carolina Panthers. They got top five quarterback Cam Newton. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> say he's the top five quarterback <laughs> until he won a playoff game. You know what I'm saying? You got to win. You know, in the NFL, it's all about winning. Yeah. Winning. You know, he had a good year last year, but um, he lost a lot of weapons, man. It's gonna be tough. To, yeah, it's gonna I don't be tough. Maybe they maybe they know more than what we do. Maybe they know got enough to see. I think. I think they need to go out and draft a guy like Marquise Lee out of USC to um, give Cam some some speed on the outside because Jericho Cotter and Jason Levant is pretty up there in age. But I think they're very good 
possession receivers that can come in and be mentors to some of the younger guys that they do draft because, you know, Steve Smith was on his last leg. But I do I do disagree with them letting Steve Smith go because I feel like he should have had the chance to retire as a Panther. But, you know, you get new people that come in running the team. Yeah. They want to do things that way. So You got to you – know. We got and we appreciate the input, man. We got to take a break. Are you sticking around, detective, or you got to bounce? Well, I'm gonna go ahead and bounce, man. I'm right. gotta get gotta get on gotta get on here to Bible study. No, I'm not required to go either. All right, man. <laughs> Praise the Lord. All right, detective Keith <laughs> Frazier, everybody, the insider for the Out of Bounds uh, radio show. Talk to you next week, brother. Appreciate it. Good stuff, man. As usual, Detective Keith Frazier. We'll be right back with Out of Bounds. Nothing is out of bounds. Your co-host, Carlo Kellum, and yours truly, Brandon Lawrence. We got Todd Neal on the boards. Let me ask you this, brother Brandon Lawrence. You are the resident lawyer for the uh, Out of Bounds uh, radio show here on 1450 WXBW. I'm on retainer. What is the latest on the Oscar Pistorius, uh, whatever his name is, case? What's the latest on that? The latest is that he's he took acting classes. <laughs> they, they, they've got some type of reporter down there that's been snooping and said that they, they know they've got it from a source that Oscar Pistorius took acting classes before he, uh, before he, in preparation for his cross examination, and that's why he's pretty much crying on cue and things like that. So, but of course, you know, they've denied it. The family's denied it. The spokesperson for um, Oscar Pistorius has denied it. Would he have Roman Pulaski uh, come up there or something and give him some lessons or what? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they had James Lipton from the Actors Studio. I don't know, man. They just they said that um, they said he he took classes. I mean, if he did, then they're working because he's doing he's doing a great job. And if he doesn't, if he didn't, he's he's uh he's a natural. So once again, what is his chances of actually getting off on this case? Does he have a chance? Do you think still think he has a chance? From what you know, it's from from the media reports, it doesn't seem like he's got a shot. I don't. It, just the clips that they've shown and and the commentary that they've had that they had from the legal analysts over there and over here, it doesn't look like he's got a shot. But you know, but you know, you never know because I was listening. Uh, to some people, and they said that, like, right, literally, right, the courtroom right next door, there's it's a similar situation of it's apparently in South Africa, domestic abuse is a real, real problem, just like anywhere else. But you know, it's, it's apparently it's a, a huge problem in that country, and it's a lot. There's a lot of it because of, uh, you know, I guess men and women, the relationship, men and women. I guess men are like the big guys, the chiefs or whatever. And um, the guy next door to Oscar, his court, his case is over. I think he got like 20 years uh-huh. wow. for killing his uh, mate. So it doesn't look good for Oscar, man. The over-under is not good for him. Uh, probably about 20, 20 years. We'll see if, you know, maybe he'll make the um, – what, what Olympics would that put him in? <laughs> 
They might have some jailhouse Olympics. They might, like uh, third and long or fourth and long, whatever it is. Well, he's going to be third and short. Because <laughs> they ain't going to let him have no leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no legs. Yeah. You know, I don't know, man. But hopefully if, if Oscar's if Oscar's uh, – if, if Oscar's over there, if you're listening, Oscar, you can, you know, hey, man, if you need any help over there, we'll be glad to help you. Uh, the law office of Brandon Lawrence will, will come over there pro bono. Check us out. Do they, they've got – Facebook is like worldwide, right? Is that different? I guess I'm assuming it's in different languages. Is it? I don't know. But it, check it out, man. Check out the Facebook page. Law Officer Brandon Long's <laughs> Facebook page, man. We'll, we'll try to. I'm sure Oscar has tunes into the Out of Bounds show every he Wednesday does. at 6 p.m. Uh, yeah. He follows us on Twitter, too, 1450 <laughs> Sports Buzz on Twitter. 1450, yeah. baby. So, Check us out, Oscar. Out of Bounds. Check us out. I want to see his comments tomorrow morning when he uh, gets out. <laughs> Listen to all hey, the shows. Also, in big news, you know, we usually don't talk about UK, UofL. I mean, we're not talking about UofL, but the University of Kentucky, man. What what next year is gonna be pretty pretty big I think. Hey, I, it's hard. You know, you don't want to get ahead of yourself, but I mean, you know, and it's everything Kentucky does, and it's hard to not be biased. But everything Kentucky does is big, man. They say everything in Texas is bigger in Texas, but in college basketball, Kentucky, the state of Kentucky, is college basketball right now. Forget Tobacco Road, all the other stuff, and the king of the hill has got to be the Kentucky Wildcats. And when they make a move, it's a big splash. You got these big – how does Kyle do it? You got these big guys coming back. They're all come, they've all chosen to come back. And if the Twins come back, man, I mean, I, if the Twins – the only person, the only people we're missing are um, Young and Randall, and we have replacements for those, for them. So, you know, it's going to be – and they're going to be a veteran team. They're going to be a veteran-led team. And um, you're assuming that, you know, they'll gel from this experience going so deep. I mean, it's it's high expectations, man. What about football? I know we've had a uh, – Lost lost a quarterback, started quarterback from last year's transfer. We also had a wide receiver. I forgot his name, but he's transferred. And then they had another wide receiver. I think it broke his leg. I'm not too too optimistic about football. You know what? I don't think Stoops is that good of a coach. He has to. He was put on the Maker's Mark edition bottle. He has to live up to that standard this season, man. <laughs> well, they say he's not even going to win five games, man. They still won't be bowl eligible. I mean, I don't know. He's He's got all these great recruiting classes. What's he doing? He's losing players. He's putting The quarterback left because they wanted him to play. They wanted, You talk about Willie Beam and they wanted him to play. Uh, <laughs> wow, he wanted him to play slot. Come on, man. I, you know, I, I – I don't know what they're doing over there. They say they're doing something. I don't know. So anytime you get on that Maker's Marks, Marks bottle, man, that's that's big time right there. Yeah, I thought you had to win something before you got on that bottle. Who lobbied for him to get on? Somebody really must like him. Somebody's Nostradamus, man. They may see something in the future we haven't yet to, that we we can't see yet. I would just say this. Don't get nobody, don't get a tattoo that uh, Kentucky's going to win the SEC or anything <laughs> like that. Please don't do that. Oh no, man! May may bring us luck. The cat who got the uh the tattoo for the basketball championship. Hey, what? It may bring him good luck. The guy that got the championship tattoo. Well, I mean, they had in basketball. They had like a reasonable um. <laughs> somebody, we got a uh, uh, text from the what is the, the Lotus, Lotus Guns Gun Work text line. It said UK football is like extreme 
It's like the Kentucky Extreme. <laughs> hey, man, I'm not going to allow that person to talk about my good friend, Victor Cole, like that. <laughs> hey, we didn't talk about the UofL's $5 million deal with the uh, with, with Adidas. We're going to talk. Well, I mean, well, it's a good, yeah, hey, yeah, good deal. Hey, yeah, it's a good deal. It's $40 million, I thought, not $5 million. Is it 40? I think it's 40 uh, million. Should have just been five. What'd they do with all that money? Nobody wears a Brandy, Adidas, you know? man. What'd they do with all that money? Do you know? Uh, Nike would have did better, man. Done, done. They should wear the Under Armour. UK's got Nike, right? Yeah, they do. There but but go, what, is, what, is, what does UofL do with that money? Where does it go? We're well, supposed to go like to all the sports teams. Like it's supposed to. Yes, for all the. Uh, for all yeah, the yeah, yeah. Yeah, for all the lesser teams like. Lacrosse, better. They probably buying forty million dollars worth of better equipment. So you're telling me all the lesser, <laughs> all the lesser sports together, right, uh, are worth forty million dollars. <laughs> well, you know, I guess Jurich gets, you know, well, Adidas, hey, I don't know Adidas, percentage Adidas finders underwear. Feet. Yeah, oh yeah, Patino, oh, exactly. Patrino, Patino is the mafia over there, man. They get all that. They get the money. They got the money, man. But yeah, check it. But yet they're raising tuition for the kids that are paying away. Oh well, yeah. You know what? They got to pay for all those people that they paid off the the, the hush money. That's in the administration. right. Forgot about that. that. They doubled their salaries. Yeah, the ones Crazy. that were complaining about the uh, abuse and misuse of funds. Right. There you go. Yeah, See, the lawyer knows all about that. Tides into <laughs> con- to conspiracy stuff. <laughs> but check it, man. You can check it. You can get all that information on uh, the Brandon Lawrence Facebook page. <laughs> well, but you know. I think it's our time has come to leave, right? Almost. Almost, yeah. It's about the time to wrap up. Great show. Always. Yeah. Uh, it's a lovely evening. Let's go out there and uh, enjoy some of this weather and get yeah. prepared for next week. Next yeah, week, we'll let's talk about the NFL draft coming up. It'll be next Thursday night, right? Oh, yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah. And what, we'll get your predictions, Brandon, and yours, Carlo, and who'll be the next best fifth quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> I, got, I got a prediction. Michael Sams <laughs> is going to go number one. <laughs> the world's slowest linebacker. Hey, you know, Ty, they got Waterfront Wednesday, man. Enjoy that. Day. We're out of here, man. You know what time you can catch us 6 o'clock on Wednesday. Carlo, Kevin, Brandon, Lawrence, Todd, Neal. Out of bounds, baby. Until next week. Peace.